Hello and welcome to Splatter Chatter, where October never dies. I am Miss Malmoy. And I am Mr. Craigus. Yes, and we are today celebrating this, as neither of us are Irish, this lovely St. Patrick's Day. Um, with but isn't everybody <laughs> Irish on St. Patrick's Isn't everybody Irish? According to those the world. t-shirts in like Old Navy. <laughs> in like Old Navy every year. Um, <laughs> and Target. Um, yeah. So, as much promised, we are finally doing our our discussion on the 1993's Hallmark classic film, Leprechaun. Um, so, grab yourself a bowl of Lucky Charms. Um, this would have been a good uh, candidate for like a, a booze and booze, but I don't have the energy. Oh, it totally would have been a great booze and Maybe booze. we'll do like, uh, well, but, we could uh, do it at some point. Maybe we'll do Leprechaun 2, since Chiller likes to play that constantly. <laughs> say, maybe Leprechaun 2. I'm, I've always been very partial to Leprechaun 4 in space. Um, Leprechaun in the Hood would be good Leprechaun for booze and booze. Leprechaun in the Hood booze. is a great one. Yeah, so maybe we'll, maybe we'll make that a booze <laughs> and booze before the end of the month, since it's still, you know, yeah. Irish month. Because what's great great is that you know there's a whole seven movies to choose from in this franchise Which and they would all be perfect always for a lot booze. more than you think there are <laughs> it is a lot more than you think there would be um you think because three four no there's seven no no there's seven. <laughs> oh man leprechaun leprechaun so um this is this is definitely kind of a little bit of a of a cult film from the '90s. Um, I wouldn't say it's popular, but a lot of people know it as like <laughs> fucking Leprechaun. Like it's it's something that you watch, you know. It's yeah, it's out of pleasure. Um, and obviously, it is very on on theme and on point for this week. Um, so, for those of you who haven't watched it, I guess we can get right into the what happens. If you want to yeah. start that off, set the scene. Okay. So, Leprechaun. Leprechaun. <laughs> we didn't see the arm movements, I did. Oh, yeah, you guys can't see the arm movements, but, you know, it's very, very like, grand gesture to take mm -hmm. you into the world of Leprechaun. Leprechaun. And, okay, so we, our story takes place in North Dakota, as all great <laughs> Irish tales do. <laughs> there are so many Irish people in North Dakota. I can't even. It's like New Ireland up there. It's New Ireland, North Ireland, Dakota. I don't know. Northern Ireland is actually a thing. Never mind. Scratch that. Also, if anyone believes so, Jennifer Aniston could actually ever be from North Dakota, <laughs> I know, right? So um, we open uh, ten, with a scene ten years into the past, and um. North Dakota farm man Dan O'Grady has just returned from a trip to uh, his native Ireland. And while there, it turns out he stole a pot of gold from a leprechaun. Which I also would do were I in Ireland. <laughs> Which I have plans to do when I eventually visit Ireland. So he buries the gold um, on his property and then finds out that the leprechaun that he stole it from has followed him back to North Dakota and murdered his wife, which is unfortunate for Dan. So Dan busts out a four-leaf clover 
it's never really clear if like he found that in Ireland or if he got <laughs> it up on the street. On the street, no one knows. But um, th- he uses this to subdue the leprechaun because a four-leaf clover, I guess, is what can do that. incapacitate leprechauns. And he traps the leprechaun inside a crate and puts the four-leaf clover on top, kind of like a magical lock. And he tries to burn it, but before he can, he has a stroke and he dies. Yikes, you know. So, ten years later, we're in the present day, which at the time means 1993. And um, uh, Dan's house is now being rented for the summer um, to... uh, uh, I guess they're like city people. I yeah. don't entirely know who the Redding family, the Redding family, uh, including dad, JD and his teenage daughter, Tori, Tori <laughs> played by Jennifer Aniston in her debut film role. And, um, so they're renting it for the summer and, um, helping them fix it up are some local, um, contractors, Nathan and his brother, Alex, and then they're like a friend. It's never entirely clear. This guy who's with them. This guy who's with them, his name is Ozzy, and he's not the brightest bulb in the box. Um, and that's never really made clear why either. <laughs> um, is he just dim-witted? Is he like, is there actually something going on? But it doesn't really matter. So they're painting and they're moving shit and stuff or whatever. And, uh, you know, and, and of course... T- Tori doesn't want to be there and she's like why do I have to spend my summer here and this is bullshit and blah 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 and um Ozzy is in the basement and he hears the which is where the leprechaun was trapped in the crate as you'll remember mm-hmm. in the box or whatever it is and he hears the leprechaun like yeah he hears him like pretend- cackle or something or yeah like cackling and he thinks it's like a child like, I don't know, hiding or, or trapped in the basement or whatever. So he takes the four-leaf clover off of the box. Which, the fact that, like, the four-leaf clover just stayed there for ten years and, like, nothing moved it is... <laughs> no like, cat broken and, like, batted at it. Right? Or, like, wind or, like, a mouse or a rat. Whatever. Um, and so with the four-leaf clover off the box, that allows the leprechaun to be free. And Ozzy, uh, he sees it, and he tries to tell the others that there's a leprechaun, and they're like, oh, Ozzy, you dumb fuck. Oh, Ozzy, you dumb bitch. <laughs> this is North Dakota. This despite, is North Dakota. Despite the fact that there are an alarming amount of people with Irish last names in this movie, like Murphy and O'Grady and, like, Cronin <laughs> and, like, where are you all? Where? Who knows? Who knows? So... So something happened. Oh, Ozzy sees a rainbow. <laughs> Same, like, Ozzy. Just, even though it doesn't rain. And he chases it because, Physics. we know, there's what's at the end of every rainbow. Gold. And uh, Alex, the boy, like, goes after him because he doesn't want Ozzy to do something stupid. They, um, Ozzy finds a bag of gold. A hundred gold pieces. And he does that, like, stupid thing that you've never actually seen anybody in real life do, where, like, you bite the gold to see if it's real. (laughs) And he swallows one of the pieces. Because, okay. 
Well, gold is very soft. It's pliable. Pliable, as it were. So then he and Alex hide the rest of the gold in, like, this well, because sure. And Alex is like, oh, we're all, like, I'm going to use the gold to, like, fix Ozzy's brain. (laughs) And you're like, okay. (laughs) Um, Okay, so all this pisses off the leprechaun, right? And he... Somehow, I'm not entirely sure, he, like... It pretends to be a cat and like hurts the dad, Jennifer Anderson's dad, Tori's dad, and he has to go to the hospital. And they like all take him in this like caravan parade, <laughs> <laughs> and the leprechaun follows them on a tricycle. Tricycle? Because <laughs> he's still he's he's continuing the child um sham sham. I guess that is happening. And so while they're in the big city, I guess, or the town, uh, like, like, I don't think North Dakota has big cities. Uh, Alex and Ozzy go to the pawn shop to see if the gold is real and like how much they can get for it and stuff or whatever. And then I feel like a bunch of bullshit happens where the leprechaun kills some like random townspeople just because. And then he like jets back to the farmhouse to look for his gold. And I'm like, well, why don't you just stay there and do that in the first no, he had to kill a random. He had to kill a random townsperson. Yeah, I think he kills like the pawn shop owner. I'm pretty sure. Anyway, and then so eventually they're like, "Okay, you're in the hospital, Dad. You good?" So they all leave and go back to the farm, and like they they see like, "Oh, it's totally like trashed," um, because the leprechaun's been there. And then like the contractor guy also gets hurt. And then the leprechaun, like, reveals himself, and they shoot it, but that doesn't do anything. So they try to get away, but they can't. And, um, oh, I think that's when they're, Alex and Ozzy are like, oh, we found the gold. So Tori goes and gets it, because she's over this shit. And she gives it to the leprechaun. <laughs> and so they're like, okay, well, now that that's over, let's go back to the hospital. Because sure. dad is still in the hospital, don't forget it. Yeah. So then the leprechaun is like, oh, okay, I have my gold back. And then he's like, oh, I only have 99 pieces. Where the fuck is the other one? And he thinks that they were trying to screw with them. So he goes, he follows them again and, like, menaces them. And then Ozzy, for some reason, like, tells them the story about Dan O'Grady from the beginning. And I'm not entirely sure how he knows that story everyone in but he does knows about the o'grady's <laughs> so and tori goes to yeah tori goes to find him at the nursing home I, yeah because he, he had like a her. stroke or a heart attack yeah or... he like stroked out he didn't die i think he has said that he died earlier but he doesn't die and so she goes and she's like yo what do we do um but the leprechaun is at the nursing home when she gets there <laughs> And there's, like, this chase sequence, and he's, like, the leprechaun has killed O'Grady, and he, they're, like, in the elevator shaft, and he throws the body in the elevator shaft, and then, oh, but, like, O'Grady is so casually alive. I don't know when this man dies, apparently. <laughs> yeah, because, like, he and gets, he's, 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 like, 
you think like he died and then the leprechaun's pretending to be him and then the leprechaun like whips his yeah. body out and throws it and you're like oh Shelby's dead elevator, and then you think he's dead but then he's not dead and then he like, he, like imparts wisdom before he dies yeah you have to use the four leaf clover to kill it and then he dies so Tori goes back to the farm this is all just like there and back again with the farm and yeah. she finds a four leaf clover a new one um at the farm a new one and um there's like you know drama and everybody's getting attacked and stuff or whatever um and the leprechaun like almost kills ozzy because i don't know somehow it comes out that he swallowed the last gold piece and then alex takes the clover and he puts it on a wad of gum and then slingshots it into the leprechaun's mouth which doesn't kill him or kind of kills him but it like takes away his magic and then he like falls into the well and everyone's like okay cool but then it's not cool and then like he's like deformed half skeleton skinless thing climbs out of the well so then they blow it up and (laughs) then it's over um oh and and then until leprechaun there's like a whatever there's like a voiceover and he's like oh i'm not gonna rest until i get my last piece of gold gold. yeah so that's leprechaun in summary yep as you can tell it's a gem it's a gem it was followed by leprechaun 2 in 1994 leprechaun 3 in 1995 leprechaun 4 in space (laughs) in 1997 leprechaun in the hood in 2000 leprechaun back to the hood in 2003 and a reboot in 2014 Leprechaun Origins. <laughs> seven! Seven goddamn movies in this franchise, you guys. Yes. That's crazy. I have not seen um, Leprechaun Origins. I have seen everything else, though. Well, everything after Leprechaun 2 was released direct-to-video, I believe. Yeah. And then Origins yeah. was Which- released theatrically. It's weird because Leprechaun was like a weird hit when it was released. Um, also, just it, know it was did, released like, in January. It was not like timed at all. No, no, it wasn't. Um, but it like did really well at the box office, and it was competing against a Jack Nicholson movie. It was competing against Hoffa, yeah. and they, they were like tied the first couple weeks that they were out at the box office. Um. And that's so weird. It made like eight hundred percent of its budget back. It like yeah, it did good. Um, and the second one totally bombed, and then that's why it was all direct, um, direct video after that. Um, but it's it's so strange because, um, even in the nineties, you know, as is the case now, January was like the dead zone for mm, horror movies. Like yeah. that's when you drop or schlock because like the stuff that you know is not really good like so it's kind of surprising yeah like bye bye man and um the boy and the forest and you know a couple other ones in the last couple years but um yeah because like it's totally low rent low brow low budget yeah but for some reason this was a hit with a lot of people, which is weird because this is a bad movie. So, I, you know, it's interesting, I guess, because it's, I don't know whether to call it a creature feature or a slasher film. 
Um, it definitely was on the tail end of that craze in the <laughs> 90s, just before Scream totally. came in and kind of brought in the meta horror. Um, <clears throat> and this was probably one of the last things that really did well at the box office for horror for a while, because after this, like, everything was direct-to-video uh, until Scream came out in 96. But it's just such a strange movie. It's so strange. It has a lot of, um, yeah, it's really weird to categorize. Like, is it a creature feature because he's a mythical, mystical being? Is it a slasher? Like, especially in the later ones, he he kills a lot more people than in the first one. Um, It it shares a lot of uh, tropes with, like... um, rubber reality films Hmm. interestingly enough um in horror which um for you listeners rubber reality horror films are um horror films that have their characters sort of traversing unusual landscapes that border between like wakefulness and dreaming um, or like the rules of physics don't apply or that confuse the senses Um, movies like nightmare on Elm street, um, phantasm, hellraiser, wishmaster leprechaun kind of falls into that category. I feel like, but I also don't like putting leprechaun and hellraiser in the same boat of film, but he's kind of, He's kind of like the like middle franchise version of Freddy. Yeah. Like where Freddy was like making lots of puns. Yeah, because this is kind of a little bit of a comedy film too. Yeah. So it's weird. It's not like, yeah, it's not like a truly rubber reality film because it's not stylish. It's not avant-garde like any of those other films, but it's it crosses that circle. I don't know. It's so weird. <laughs> and it's so bad. It's so but bad. it's not unwatchable, which no. is interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's- there's a difference between a god-awful movie and an unwatchable movie. And this is this is why. Maybe we should pick one of them at some point to do a booze and booze because, like... I know. It's, yeah. It's... Like, it's such an experience, and especially the first one, looking back at it now and being like, oh, there's Jennifer Aniston doing that, you know, does she remember that she did Leprechaun? Has anyone let her <laughs> you forget? You were in Leprechaun. <laughs> did you know that? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's just, an, I mean, and even looking at the plot of him, like, swallowing the gold, like, it was very much like a hodgepodge, like, let's throw this film together type thing that almost felt like one of, um... Peter Jackson's like early student horror films that he did oh like the the one with the zombie monkeys I the frighteners what, I forget what it was called um yeah that does yes because it, it kind of like kind of has an 80s old school feel to it yeah like the, our old school flavor like it's very campy yeah like through the yeah. roof camp and, like, the effects are purposefully not realistic. Um, yeah. Uh, because it's... Oh, no, sorry, go no, ahead. No, I got nothing. <laughs> like, 
it's a silly, stupid concept, and it knows that, and it knows that you know that, <laughs> and <laughs> it like it doesn't like it, it keeps reminding you of what exactly you're watching. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's no moment where like they try to pass anything off as serious or seriously scary. Yeah, or seriously scary. It's almost um, like it almost feels like a really long extended episode of like Goosebumps or book version ooh, of Goosebumps. Like yeah. it feels like something you would write to like freak out like um, middle grade readers. <laughs> yeah, that's really yeah. Yeah, I've never like thought about that, but that's totally true because it I totally know. has that. It honestly it feels feel. like, like something taken out of like an R.L. Stein book. Yeah, or like a later, really campy episode of like Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, yeah, like or that would... even like, well, I guess, um, Are You Afraid of the Dark was a little bit more serious, but they had some weird stuff too, like this. I feel like, yeah, like the doll was that? No, the that was um that was Goosebumps, the uh, the puppet. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Slappy. Slappy, yes. And there was like was three slapping. follow-ups with yeah. him. Um, but yeah, I mean, and leprechauns are, you know, this is probably, I think, the only time leprechauns get used in a horror film. <laughs> um, yeah. Because, I mean, like, they're, they're part of folklore, but they're literally just exactly what you expect them to be. They're like these small bearded men who run around Ireland and just kind of, like, wreak havoc, but don't really <laughs> do anything, like... Like, like they might steal your left shoe and then you're like oh fuck I only have a right shoe like it's nothing like it's like they're irritating basically in, in folklore um, right not necessarily villainous or, or you know they don't exactly fill you with dread yeah um, so the uh, inspiration for this character design actually did come from our good friend the Lucky Charms Leprechaun. <laughs> um, it's what first inspired the character, um, and then like they decided to make him a little bit twisted, I suppose, and throw in a little bit of critters, um, which again, creature feature. Um, and you know what's funny is this was Trimark's first the theatrically released film <laughs> as well. This was a first wow. for a lot of people. Um, I mean, this wasn't Warwick Davis's first film, but it was his first film in a while when it came out, too. And I feel like it kind of turned him into a bit of a cult character as well for people. Yeah. Um, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I don't know if we mentioned because Warwick Davis plays the Leprechaun. Yeah. Um, and he played them in all of the uh, sequels as well, although, although I don't think he played the Leprechaun in... Um, the most recent one, the, the Leprechaun Origins. Um, yeah, I have not seen that. Maybe we should do that for a post. <laughs> yeah. They look like, if you look at the poster of it, it looks like they're trying to make it very serious and spooky. Make it serious. Like, it's a very stylized yeah. poster as opposed to literally just the Leprechaun on the original poster, like, looking through the door, like, hey. Yeah, um, hey. Yeah, okay. Supposedly um, it's no, a little bit darker. Mm, interesting. Maybe that's why they didn't want him to do it. He's good, though. I mean, he's, like, hilariously evil yeah. as the leprechaun. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing, like, with the cast and stuff or whatever, like, 
you're not necessarily laughing at them. I feel like when you're watching Leprechaun, you're laughing with them. Yeah. Like, everybody knows. Like, the movie knows. You know. It's fine. It's it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, because he always uh, has this weird little grin on his face, too. Like, he's never not, like, got this weird sort of, like, creepy grin. Like, it's just, <laughs> like, the tone of this. And it's interesting, I guess, with, with the, the reboot, because they, like, it's a completely different story. Um, it's different characters, like, it has nothing to do with the original tale, and it's, like, a lot darker and more gory, but it's, like, you're missing the point, is this film's not yeah. supposed to be scary, it's supposed to be, like, but what the hell did I just watch type thing. It's camp, it's supposed to be campy, you yeah. know, which, you know, that's, yeah, it's it's cheesy, old school cheese, you know, yeah. that's, that's what made these like I don't know if I want to say a staple of the horror genre but definitely gets, that gave them a very specific place and it gets played a lot on chiller like they are constantly showing leprechaun too and like they have commercials where they use leprechaun often um and I think it always plays on sci-fi on St. Patrick's Day or St. Patrick's Day weekend oh yeah they, they used to do marathons of the whole thing and then I feel like I don't know if it was them or like MTV or Spike or someone they would just do marathons of Leprechaun in the Hood and then Back to the Hood and then just like back to back to back back to back forever forever pooping back and forth forever my favorite card which is kind of what this movie is like pooping back and forth forever it's like them going back and forth to the, oh, the, the farm. farm. Back to the farm. The farm. Um, <laughs> like, that's the thing. Like, the story makes no sense. It's totally nonsensical. Yeah, no, it's literally, it's something you can say, okay, several people got together and threw in, like, cards with little plot ideas and scenes, and then they somehow, like, stitched <laughs> them, stitch them together. Do it. And they, I think my favorite part, whoever threw in the card for the scene where he is, Driving in his little like Power Wheels car with the pitchfork on the front. <laughs> I think that's my favorite. <laughs> like, and it's like you know, going back to our favorite Thanksgiving. Like, it's the same kind of like, yeah. like mentality where it's like you know the audience. You know, you as the audience knows they know. Like, you've got this charismatic weird creature hunting down your mm. your group who's purposely you know very comedic but also like kills people um and it's just funny because it's like it feel that part of it i get but it's like the rest of the story feels weird because it's like why is it in north dakota why does it take place in north dakota <laughs> why is it in north dakota like that's that's, <laughs> that's i think what takes me out of like the fun of it it's like why isn't this in like boston or like somewhere in new england <laughs> <laughs> or like New York or something. Like, why is it yeah. North Dakota? Um, like, well, like, Massachusetts would have been a great location. <laughs> it's so and like with the franchise itself, he is like the only link. Yeah. Like the location always changes, and the like there's never the same characters come back. Like the second one, none of these people are in the second one. Yeah, it takes place in Los Angeles. How he got there from North Dakota is never explained. And then 
I think yeah, he's, he's just there weekend. waiting for the guy when he gets back from Ireland. Like he's like yeah, always he's waiting there. for people wherever they are. He's like already mm-hmm. there. Right? And it's like, can he like magically teleport? And it's like, if so, why does he ride around on the trike? You know, like <laughs> no one knows. The, like the and, I mean but, like, of it? Like I don't <laughs> is a very specific yeah franchise when you send your characters to space the other <laughs> which the other thing too is like dad like spends a long time in the hospital like i feel like they just had to <laughs> shove him off they were like we need we don't know what to do with him because at the end she like reunites yeah. with him after all this is done she's like oh dad you're out of the hospital or whatever oh yeah like don't the police bring him back yeah and they yeah. like investigate the like fucked up farm like in the you know aftermath of the leprechaun chaos. <laughs> um, the chaos that ensued at the farm. At the farm. But like no yeah, no, like this movie claims in the credits it has one writer, Mark Jones, but there was definitely Unless Mark Jones had like several false starts where he took pieces of each of them. <laughs> Like, this is definitely made by several people at once. Um, just because the, there's no, like, the common thread in the plot is literally, like, the leprechaun. Um, right. And perhaps that's why he shows up everywhere before people get there. But, um... We, uh... I think we can only assume that's yeah. the case. But, yeah, it's, uh... It's a interesting little little piece of of horror stuff um it's it is and it's funny because whenever you think about it like when you hear that it came out in 93 you're like oh like it seems like something that would have come out in like 1982 um yeah which i think is why it has that very campy 80s feel to it still like because i think it it was just it, it was a story and a production that was meant for just a couple years earlier they didn't. They didn't get to it at the time. I guess. Yeah, you know? I wonder when he started coming up with um, the idea for it. Like when the writing on it started, because it said like, okay, he was. It said that, um, you know, he was like, oh, like he first got the idea of like a demented version of the Lucky Charms Leprechaun, and then kind of took from Critters a little bit. And I was like, okay, Critters came out in 1986, so depending on the timeline, he could have started this like. Like, 1985, 80s, like, right before Critters yeah. came out. Like, I, you know, this is definitely something that, that um, is a little bit dated, and the only thing that really gives away its timing for people who don't know when it came out is the fact that Jennifer Aniston is in it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if this is, you know, if, you know, if you can put up with the weird sort of fake gore of stuff like this... Um, something like this in a lot of Peter Jackson's early films can be a lot of fun because they're Mm. just these weird little low budget pseudo comedic creature features that are purposely written to be incredibly cheesy, incredibly like cliche. Like they're not, you know, this is, this is the, the horror I think people think about when they say like, Oh, horror is like a shallow genre. It's um, it, you know, it doesn't have much meaning to it. So when something like get out, 
comes out, they're like, oh my god, like look at this amazingly deep horror film. It's like, okay, right. no, you're thinking of these sort of campy 80s creature features that all these, um, you know, directors made when they were right out of film school because they were fun and easy to make. Like, this this has no deeper meaning. This is one of those horror films no, where yeah. there's nothing here. Um, there's, there's nothing here. This is... Yeah, and it, this is a a booze and boozer. This is like splatter. This is like thanks killing. I mean, there you just you watch it, you take the surface level because that's the only level. That's the only you, level. You have fun, and then you move on. And then you move on and watch uh, yourself some some Nightmare on Elm Street and think about the effects yeah. of child molestation and that sort of thing on society in the nineteen eighties. <laughs> But but for what it's worth, I mean, the leprechaun has uh, worked his way into the uh, horror villains pantheon. Um, I mean, in different merchandise and media things and and lists and stuff or whatever. Um, yeah, the guardian. The guardian listed. A couple years ago, this, along with Halloween, as, like, their ten favorite horror films to watch. Oh, my. And I was like, why? Again, why Why are we putting the leprechaun with... Michael Myers. Michael Myers. <laughs> Very different. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, um, and Jennifer Aniston does not like the film. Um, no. She does not like to no. talk about it. Um, and it's been, like, basically considered her her worst film she's ever done. So good for her bouncing back from that debut. Right? I mean, hey, I mean, like, like, yeah, she, she's obviously done okay. It didn't destroy her career. There could be a worse outcome, you know? Like, come on, girl, it's okay. Just, uh, but, you know, a lot of. A lot of celebrities are like that. They don't yeah. like to talk about the beginning, especially if the beginning was a really um, less than stellar <coughs> horror movie. Warwick Davis is all about he he uh, signs, you know, covers of the movie and stuff. <laughs> He's like, yeah, so cool. I am the leprechaun. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's definitely shallow empty calorie horror um that i wouldn't even personally describe you know to me it's like that's not horror but obviously some people you know it's still pretty scary um so you know what you know enjoy it it's a friday saint patrick's day you know get some get some gross green yeah. beer and um Ugh. you know i actually looked up the one day to see like what green beer i was like oh is it like somebody has a specific brand of like beer that they brew and make it great. No, they literally just put color dye in beer. And I was like, that sounds like something I don't want to put in my body. Um, no, I've never had green beer. I have never had it either. I didn't know it was like a real thing until recently when they're like, Oh yeah, we serve green beer on St. Patrick's day. And I was like, what? That sounds like, is it spoiled? Um, like no wonder everybody fucking throws up all over the street. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, get, get yourself a, a uh, pint of Guinness yeah. and this would be a great movie to like pregame with before going out yes, on St. Yeah. Patrick's Day. I feel like listen to because then, then you can quote. 
you know, all the stupid lines and just running around being like, I want me gold. My favorite is um, the one that uh, Chiller always plays the same commercial with it where he's like, now you're into some trouble. And then it cuts to Jennifer Aniston <laughs> being like, what the hell are you? <laughs> uh, um, Rach. Rach. <laughs> this, yeah, and then everyone was like, oh, that chick from Leprechaun got in a sitcom. Um... But yeah, no, this is just a fun little thing to watch um, this St. Patrick's Day weekend, if you are so inclined. Put on some, some fiddle music and watch this yeah. strange little film. Very strange. Very strange. The strange. The strange. And I'm trying to, maybe it was like, do we want to do Leprechaun in the Hood? Leprechaun Back to the Hood? At some point, I think we should definitely do a booze and booze with this one, even if it's past I think March. So. Um, because I this is so. this is exactly what we look for in such films. Um, it is, it is uh, you know, and and they're all excellent choices. Yeah. Um, any of them? But Anyone probably, who goes to space origin. is like, like yeah, Origins oh, yeah. wants to take itself seriously, and that's not what this film is about. Um, yeah, any any horror film that eventually goes to space, you know, is a solid marker of a franchise. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Or, you know, what is it? Stab 5, where they introduce time travel. Where they introduce time travel. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, that's literally, it's funny because that's literally all I have for this film because it is, again, one of those movies that is about exactly what it is about. I know. It's about exactly what it is. There's not that much to say. It's kind of a shorter episode, um, but... That's okay. I That's mean, okay. it is a Friday. It's a holiday. You know, like we said, there's other things to do today. But, um, yeah, maybe we've convinced you to add this into your St. Patty's Day plans. Not to mention, it is a great way to, you know, make yourself a little drinking game to do shots of, of Jameson yeah. um, while watching. Every time yeah. they reference Lucky Charms. Um <laughs> try to watch at least one of them every year yeah um i don't it's kind of just whichever one i happen to catch on whoever's doing the marathon you know yeah but yeah so, i'm sure i'll be watching one of the many leprechauns the many le one of the seven leprechauns uh yeah. that you can be sure to catch at some point this weekend on sci-fi or chiller or fx or fxx or amc <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, any of those will likely, if not all of them, have some kind of leprechaun merit. <laughs> but, yes, so, uh, as promised, the leprechaun episode. And, yes. There it was. And uh, a very happy St. Patrick's Day to you all. If you, if you have thoughts, opinions on leprechaun, if you've seen Leprechaun Origins, let us know. Email us at uh, splatterchatter669 at gmail.com. Tweet us splatterchatter666 without the vowels or just search it. Um, Craig's blog is splatterchatter666.blogspot.com. Our Tumblr is splatterchatter.tumblr.com. And I think I got them all. I always feel like there's I one more. So. I'm like, do we have a Pinterest? Um, I know. <laughs> oh, we're not there yet. We're not, yeah, yeah. We're not crafty enough. Uh, no. um, not crafty. But yeah, so yeah, get in touch with us. Yeah, please have some conversation. I know you're there. Um, I see the statistics. We're, on, on yeah, we're open. Let us hear from you. Um, 
but yeah, enjoy your St. Patrick's Day weekend. Hopefully enjoy yeah. a little bit of leprechaun uh, if you happen to catch it. Uh, drink responsibly, yeah. kids. Yes, stay and, uh, safe. Have fun. And, and um, yeah. we will uh, catch you next time as we uh, continue our um, Scream Queens uh, series. Um, thank you for indulging us on our little pause on that. Um, but until the next episode, we will say au revoir, adios, and das vidanya. <laughs>